0: What is going on guys? Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the channel. So guys, I first of all want to start by thanking you for taking the time to check out this podcast today, Sunday, January 11th, 2023. Um, Guys, what is our podcast about today? There's a little bit of postpartum psychosis awareness in this podcast. And there's a little bit of speculatory content inside of this podcast as well. In case you've been living under a rock, you have not heard the case of Lindsey Clancy out of Boston, Massachusetts, the mother of three who has been accused of killing her three children. During the trial of Lindsay Clancy, her defense attorney mentioned that Lindsay had not been feeling any emotions And she was unable to feel emotions for a while. The prosecution argued that Lindsey Clancy was in a normal state of mind when the murders occurred on January 24th. On January 27th, Lindsey Clancy wrote on a whiteboard, do I need an attorney? There are many different understandings and misunderstandings that I'm going to present here in this podcast because this case is still new. The case doesn't really start or excuse me, the trial doesn't start until May 2nd. So a lot of what I'm going to say here today may just be speculatory evidence or it may be the truth. And we won't find that out until May 2nd. So let's go with the speculatory evidence first. Let's start with what is postpartum psychosis, guys. Postpartum psychosis is a mental illness that can affect you in the first few weeks after giving birth. Your symptoms can appear suddenly where you lose your sense of reality, including hallucinations, delusions, mood swings, and behavior changes. On December 20th, Clancy said that she did not have postpartum psychosis. On December f- January 1st, she was committed into a psychiatric hospital after telling her husband she had thoughts of suicide and she had thoughts of harming the children. On January 1st, that had been the first time she mentioned suicide And mentioned harming the children since she gave birth in October to their youngest child. On the morning of January 24th, she took Cora to the doctor and she seemed normal. She teched with friends and families and her husband, all while she played outside with the children in the snow. At 4 p.m., she came back into the house and she called CVS for some kids' Marilax. Then she searched Takeout 3V, which is a restaurant 25 minutes from her home. Afterwards, she searched Apple Maps to see how long it would take to drive from her home to take out 3V. So you got 25 plus 25. That's 50 minutes, including the CVS trip. At 4.47, she called CVS to see if they had the Marilax and they did not. The manager at CVS mentioned upon hearing her that she sound normal and didn't sound disoriented. At 4.53, she texted her husband, who was in the basement doing some work, and asked him, is there any chance you want to do takeout from 3V? I didn't cook anything. It's been a long day. That was out of the ordinary because the family usually has takeout from a closer restaurant. At 5.15, Patrick leaves to get the items requested from his wife. As he left, she texts him Pedialax liquid softener because, you know, CBS mentioned they didn't have the Marilax. So she told him to get something different. At 534, he called her about the meds that she wanted. And she sound preoccupied. So it's believed that this is the time that she was actually murdering the children. And because when he called she didn't pick up, but he called back. I mean, she called back, and she sounded preoccupied And to tell him what medicine she actually mentioned. At 5.37, her husband leaves CVS, and at 5.54, he arrives at the 3V restaurant. So... Let's look at some things. And again, this may be the truth and this may be speculatory. That's why I said speculatory evidence. And this may be the truth as well. This is what the prosecution is also putting out there as well. Everything that I just mentioned that lindsay Clancy did. Is on the grounds of premeditated murder. She played with the children, possibly played with them one last time. While playing with them, she thought to herself, this is the day. She went back in the house and she put the plan in action. She called CVS first to ask them about the Marillac's. When they told her she didn't, and they told her she didn't have. They didn't have it. They possibly told her that we have the, uh, the the let me go back. Excuse me, guys. The pedialax that I mentioned. So that way, when her husband does leave, he doesn't have to call her back, because then he's interrupting her from doing what she has to do. So she really thought that through to call CVS to make sure they had it so he doesn't have to call her to tell her they don't. Then she also called the restaurant and made the order for everything that they wanted to get. So she did everything in succession that she had to do to make sure that Peter's trip to CVS and to the restaurant was not how you want to say uh, bombarded with too many obstacles? That way he doesn't have to call her back. He goes straight there and does what he have to do. And she has the time. As you just heard me mention, he went to CVS and spent 13 minutes. He left CVS and then went to uh, 3V, took him. 37 to 54. It's about 17, 18 minutes to get there from CVS. Remember, he hung the phone up with her at 334. So she still had an extra 20 minutes. when He got from the time he hung up with her to the time he arrived at the restaurant. From the time he left the restaurant, he had 25 minutes to get home. When he arrived at the house. It was quiet. He went inside the house and was wondering where was she and the children. So he goes upstairs and the door is locked. So he opens the door. He goes inside. He sees blood on the floor. And the window is open. So on his way to find out what was going on, He calls 911. He arrives in the backyard to see his wife. In an uncompromising position. She's cut all over. But she's not bleeding anymore. So he gets down. And he asks her. Is she okay? You know guys. When I thought about this. When I first thought about it, I thought about that scene from Shutter Island. Right now, I'm showing you two clips that I'm talking about while I continue to talk. Reminded me of the scene from Shutter Island. So after checking on her to make sure that she's all right, any, anyway from the state she's already in he asks her about the children and she tells him that the children are in the basement so he goes back in the house and goes in the basement and he finds all three of his children dead All three strangled with exercise bands. All three of the children still have the exercise bands wrapped around their necks. Two of the children lie together and one of the children lie near his office. Completely shaken. As you see Leonardo DiCaprio in the scene that I'm showing you. He screams out. To the medical staff to come into the basement. And see basically what he's seeing. Once they come down there And they see what he has to show them He tells them She's killed the children At this point There's no understanding Of what could have possibly happened Postpartum psychosis Or behavior that goes in another direction. On February 5th, after seeing a doctor for her defense team, Lindsay contacts her husband. And she mentioned she killed the kids because she had heard a voice. And for the moment, she experienced postpartum psychosis. Her husband said this was the first time she had mentioned postpartum psychosis. And it was the first time she had mentioned hearing voices. When you hear what she's saying later on, compared to what was going on days before, where she was happy, she was excited. She was doing things that were normal and then she gets to the stage and does what she does. Then afterwards, saying postpartum psychosis, that begs for one to say, how long does this last and how long can it go on after childbirth? Now, after doing some research, I find that it can go on. for months after childbirth. And it can also leave and come back again, which is basically what her defense team tried to say. She was battling with the psychosis off and on, the medicine that was being given to her, but the people were not tending to care for her more because they didn't understand postpartum psychosis. And that's what we're sharing today. If this is a case of postpartum psychosis, we have to look at this as something that needs to be understood more and further. So other women are not doing this to their children. That's the important thing. So if you know someone who may have been suicidal or spoke of being suicidal. Have them reach out to the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline by dialing 988 or text STRENGTH to the Crisis Text Line at 741-741 or go to 988lifeline.org. Guys, this is a very serious situation. And because it's still new. There's no telling what actually happened. And we're not going to really get the truth until May 2nd. But the truth that's out there is going to be a truth that you guys are either going to go with. Or you're going to believe that there actually was postpartum psychosis in this case. And we're going to look at it like that and leave it like that. Because there's not much I have to share because of the, uh, I want to say, premature nature of this case. Maybe I'll readdress this on May 2nd or around the time that the case starts again. That's probably what we'll do. We'll do this again around May 2nd when we find out more information. Because right now it's still premature. And I gave you probably about as as much as I know. And about as much as I know about postpartum psychosis. I beg you and I beg you, I implore you to do your research about postpartum psychosis and postpartum depression. That way you understand more. In the comments of this video, I will leave links to pages that will help you understand a little bit more about it. But as as far as now, that's all I know. And that's all I have, guys. What do I think? I I really can't give an opinion because, like, again, the premature nature of this case. So I can only give you what's there to be said now. So, guys, I hope um, this did not trigger you. And I hope that this leaves you wanting to understand more about postpartum psychosis and postpartum depression. Thank you for checking out the podcast today on this Sunday, February 11th, 2023. I've been your host, here, Henderson. You guys have a great rest of your Sunday, a great rest of your weekend, and we'll catch you next time. Peace out.